Welcome to the Twin Flame Truth Podcast. I'm El Hari, number one international best-selling author and Twin Flame and Ascension alchemist, writer, teacher, and coach, and your host of the podcast. This season, season two, is sponsored by our sister company, Alaya Life, the apothecary for Ascension. Alaya Life is the first and only supplement company um, designed and created to specifically address the symptoms associated with spiritual ascension and the twin flame journey. Click the link below in the show notes to receive a special exclusive offer only available to listeners of this podcast. As a reminder, this podcast consists mostly of episodes of our previously recorded YouTube videos for our Twin Flame Truth TV series. And we would like to thank all of our listeners so much for making the first season of our podcast such a smashing success. We exceeded all expectations very quickly, and it's all because of you. Thank you so much, and we really hope that you resonate with our message. Lots of love. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode of Twin Flame Truth TV. My name is El Hari. I'm a Twin Flame alchemist, writer, teacher, and coach. And today's episode's topic is why you don't want to reclaim the same relationship that you once had with your twin flame. Um, And this is hopefully going to be very enlightening for you because um, this is going to really kind of go a little deep, okay? (laughs) So bear with me. Um, I'll try to make this as short as possible. But... um, If you think about it, it's not a relationship with your twin flame or even your twin flame that you want. Um, If you think about it, what you want are the feelings that you felt when you were with your twin flame. You know, you want to be happy and whole and complete and um, feel peaceful and understood. you know, uh, safe, secure, desired, cherished, right? Um, That's really what you you want. Um, And, you know, your twin flame, well, no one, and this includes your twin flame, I mean, for our purposes, no one, including your twin flame, or anything really outside of you, uh, meaning nothing other than yourself, can give you, make you feel anything make you feel any of those feelings or make you feel good or any bad feelings as well. Um, They just can't. Um, Nobody, no one, and nothing has that power. Not even your twin flame. Your twin flame is not that powerful. Only you have that power. You are the only one who has the power to um, control how you feel about anything. Um, And so, you know, I know you're probably thinking, though, but, you know, this doesn't really make sense, right? Because um, when I was, when you were with your twin flame, right, you felt all those good things. You felt happy and whole and complete and um, at peace and understood and secure and safe and desired and cherished and all those wonderful things, right? Um, And then when your twin flame left, (laughs) or every time your twin flame leaves, and I say that in air quotes because, you know, the twin flame never leaves. You are your twin flame. So, I mean, just looks physically like they left, but, you know, for our purposes, when they left or when they leave, then you feel 
not those feelings. You feel pretty much crappy, right? And so that makes it seem and appear like, you know, your twin flame is therefore responsible for you feeling the good feelings. And then also the absence of your twin flame, your twin flame not being there physically, being responsible for you feeling like shit. But really, that's not what's going on. That is all because of your resident junkie addict push energy. Um, you know, your junkie addict push energy, um, it, you know, got its the biggest high of its life when it was with your when you were with your twin flame, right? That's its drug of choice. That is um, the nature of the energy. It gets its biggest high it's ever gotten off of when it was with your twin flame physically then when the twin flame left and you know it was physically and physically was no longer in your life um that drug of choice which was the physical form of your twin flame um was taken away from your resident junkie addict right and just like when any drug is taken away from an addict guess what they come down off their high and they come crashing down the higher the high you know the lower the low and so of course that's you know, the highest high your, your junkie ever felt was being with the twin flame. Then when the twin flame was no longer there, then it felt the lowest low. And that's how it works. Um, so it wasn't your twin flame doing anything. It was your inner addict junkie getting a high and then coming down off the high, which um, it associates, <clears throat> excuse me, it associates with um, getting, you know, feeling good with the twin flame and then also feeling bad with the absence of the twin flame. Why does it do that? It does that because it doesn't, like any addict, it does not want to take responsibility for anything. So, you know, um, it doesn't, it, you know, attributes the good feelings to your twin flame. Because if it took responsibility for even feeling good, guess what? That means it would have to take a, take, turn around and take responsibility for when you feel bad and it's coming down. And as an addict, it can't do that. So um, it has to, place the blame with your twin flame being gone for you feeling like crap. And it has to attribute any good feelings, the high you got with your twin flame. But really it's all just your resident junkie addict doing all of this in it's judgy way. So that's what it's doing. And so your twin flame and the relationship with your twin flame did not make you feel anything good or bad. Or the absence of it doesn't make you feel bad. That's all your resident junkie. And we'll get back to that in a minute. But, um, so you might be thinking, though, if you think you, you love your twin flame or you're in love with your twin flame, but, um, you know, that's not true. You don't. <laughs> you don't love your twin flame. Not yet. Um, because, um, you know, I'm not much for actual sayings of, like, you know, things made out in the fear-based physical mind <laughs> of the fear-based world, but there is one saying that is very true, actually, and it's an old one, and it says, you know, um, Excuse me. Um, you have to love yourself before you can love anyone else. And that's very true. It's very true here. Um, and so that's what I mean when I say you don't love your twin flame. Um, your twin flame is yourself. But you have to love yourself in order to love your twin flame. Right? And so you may be thinking that you love your twin flame. And, you know, that's why you want a relationship with your twin flame like you had. But that wasn't love. That was fear-based because that was your junkie addict. We're going to talk about how to get it to be a loving relationship. But, um, you know, I just want to point out that you really cannot love anyone, and that includes your twin flame, especially your twin flame, until you love yourself, because loving yourself is loving your twin flame, because your twin flame is you. Okay, so I just want to get that out there for that. Um, 
but you know, you hear that a lot, right? You hear that you have to love yourself, but, uh, but what does that mean? Right? Like, how do you love yourself? Nobody ever really tells you that nobody really ever says, how do you love yourself? Right? Well, I'm about to tell you. <laughs> so you love yourself. You love yourself by being yourself. And, um, because you are love. Your soul is love. It's an energy and it's the pure energy of love. Um, it's the only love that exists. Um, anything in the physical world doesn't, isn't love. So you have to go to like your true self, your non-physical self, which means you're not, not mind, not surface emotions and feelings. Those are all fear-based, even and they feel like love. They're not. You, yourself, your soul, who you are is love. So to love yourself, you have to be yourself, which incidentally is also your twin flame. But, um, you know, so, so you have to be yourself. And so what that means, how do you be yourself? You be yourself by shifting into closer into alignment with your soul. And that's on an energetic way because your soul is energy. So you shift closer into your energy, which is love. It's a love, it's love energy. So by shifting closer into love energy, you become love and you become yourself. And therefore, there's your twin flame as well because, you know, your twin flame is you. Um, but that's how you do it. That's how you love yourself. You love yourself by being yourself because you're already love. You know, love oftentimes is used as a verb, which, like, you know, it's how, love yourself. That's a verb, right? They're telling you to do something for, to yourself or whatever. But um, love is not a verb. Love is you. You are love. Um, it's a, it's an energy. It's a state of being. And so that's how you love yourself. You just be yourself and you be true to yourself and, um, you shift closer into alignment with yourself and therefore your twin flame. And, um, so I'm sorry, I wrote notes again <laughs> because I didn't want to lose track and forget what I'm doing. Um, and so once you do that, once you shift closer into alignment with your soul, and then therefore love in yourself and your twin flame, you pull your twin flame closer into alignment with your soul and therefore their soul, um, you know, your one shared soul. You, you pull your twin flame closer into alignment with that as well. And so your twin flame then starts to be him or herself and love him or herself and therefore you, right? That's how that works. And that's why this is like specific to twin flames right now, um, you know, where you can actually do this and you do it for the other person. For example, um, anyone else in your life um, that's not your twin flame, I mean, you can do energetic work and shift closer into love and, and, and you know, be love and be yourself around them as well, of course. But, you know, they're not going to be in that space. You know what I mean? You can't do it for them. With the twin flame, that's why it only takes one twin flame to do this because you do it for both of you because you are the same exact energetic space, the same exact soul, the same exact love vibration. Everyone's vibration is love. Let me just put that in there. Every single person's soul is love. It's a love energy. However, every single soul has a slightly different frequency of that energy, which makes it unique and individual. And that slight difference of the energy frequency of love, it's all love but different little frequencies of it, the changes in that make it so sacred and special and only with you and your twin flame have that one frequency that you are. Um, but everyone is love energy. Just with the, it's not just you and your twin flame. It's everyone is in their soul. Their soul is love energy. Um, okay, so moving on. So, um, yeah, you pull your twin flame closer into alignment with your soul as you shift closer into alignment with your soul. 
And then you're in the space of love with each other. And then the physical relationship can happen, but it has to happen from that space. That space has to come first. Um, you know, so the main ultimate point of this is to find yourself, which means to love yourself, which means to align closer to your soul. And yes, therefore your twin flame. And yes, your twin flame then is automatically brought into alignment as well. And then yes, you can have the physical relationship with your twin flame. But that attaining that space, being you, loving you, has to come first for this journey. You can't just go and try to, every time your twin flame like comes in or tries to hit you up or something, then all of a sudden, you know, lose sight of all this and then be like, oh, you know, and get into the whole physical, like relating, you know, texting back and forth and, and meeting up with them and whatever crap, you know, that's why so many people, when I get this all the time, oh, you know, it's been going great. I've been, you know, balancing and shifting and doing all this stuff. And then my twin flame reached out to me and we made plans to meet up. And then when I said, sure, you know, ghost it again. And that happens so often with so many people that reach out to me and they just don't understand it. Well, that's why, because you took your focus off of, you know, the aligning and the balancing when your twin flame came in and you put your focus back on the physical aspect of what was going on. And that's, that's going to take you right out of the energetic space that you need to be in, in order to then be with your twin flame physically. The energetic space must take priority. You must focus on yourself, which means your soul and shifting closer into alignment with it first before focusing on what your twin flame in the physical form is doing, thinking, saying, or feeling. That comes later. That is a side byproduct of this journey. And yes, I mean, that's why I say if you choose it, you don't even have to choose it. But you'll get to the point where it will be your choice and you will choose it or not. And that's fine. But you know, that has to come afterwards. You can't just, you know, do this and then all of a sudden flip around when your twin flame comes knocking or calling again and be like, oh yeah, let's go meet up quick and, you know, push yourself back into that. No, you have to hold this space and you have to be the one to do it. And by doing it, you, you entrain your twin flame into that space. That's how your twin flame moves into this space of self-love and therefore loving you because you are the same self. Right? Does that make sense? I hope that kind of makes sense. This has to come first. The physical relationship is ancillary. It's on the side. It's a side byproduct of the loving yourself part. Okay. Um, and so, uh, so let's get back to how, what you do want. You want to feel happy and peaceful and whole and content and, um, you know, understood, safe, secure desired, um, cherished. But then, you know, so let's think about what did you feel though when your twin flame left? Let's get into that because, you know, this will also help um, clarify kind of why you don't want to go for that physical thing first, right? Even though you can't, you'll keep, you'll keep ending up where you are, but we'll get to that. So, um, but you felt when your twin flame left, maybe you felt like, um, I don't know, chaos, like all of a sudden your world was chaotic. You felt maybe trauma, like it was very traumatic for you, depressed, shattered, maybe like your soul or your heart was literally ripped from your body. Maybe like me, you laid there on the floor just like begging, hoping, wishing somehow some giant hand would come out of the sky and pluck you up out of this, this life, right? Um, um, you know, you felt maybe anxious, panicky, panic attacks, anyone? <laughs> I had those as well. Stressed out. You know, 
nothing good, confused, just, I mean, in shock, just really in shock if it happens as suddenly as, as it usually tends to do sometimes. So, um, you know, you felt those things, but, you know, just like with the good things, they were caused by your resident junkie addict. And that's why it's so important to silence and cut cold turkey that addiction from that addict, right? That's within you. That's your push energy. It's addictive. It's an addict. It's a junkie. It's drug of choice. It's the physical form of the twin flame. And when the physical form of the twin flame, you're in that physical relationship that you had at once upon a time, um, you know, it felt, you felt amazing. And then when the twin flame left and the drug of choice was taken away, you felt like I had just described all those awful things. The good news is that, you know, because it's your resident junkie addict causing these feelings and not anything outside of you, including your twin flame, um, the good news is that those feelings are fake. <laughs> they aren't real. I mean, so the good feelings were fake, but then also the, the bad feelings are fake, that means as well, right? Um, and so, you know, what I mean by, by fake is that they're not authentic. They're caused just like any kind of feelings you would feel high off of any drug are. You know, you go get drunk one night or, you know, you go smoke a, smoke a bowl or something. You feel good, but then, like, you know, it doesn't last. You know, you're, you're going to, you know, wake up with your hangover or your eyes going to wear off or you're going to, like, you know, whatever. It, it's not going to last. And, I mean, that's the same with this. This is why you have such, you know, swings of emotions and by swings again if you haven't seen my one video um i'll try to suggest it here i don't know what it was called right now but um it's really a spiral it's like you go up and down up and down those ups and downs are from your resident junkie attic push energy right you feel high and then you come down you feel low but you are moving so it's like a spiral is how i put it okay well that's what's really going on you're spiraling and they're fake feelings and as long as you keep doing that, as long as you try to get back that same relationship you have with your twin flame, you're just going to keep going from the highs to the lows, the fake good to the fake bad, the fake good to the fake bad. You're, the cycle will continue. It will not stop um, because you need to break that addiction and you need to align into yourself. You need to be you. You need to be love in order to stop those addictive feelings, both good and bad. They're fake. They're fear-based. They're not real. Real is your soul. That's your real feelings. And they feel, and your soul feels, your soul feelings feel exactly like what we want, right? To feel happy, peaceful, content. Imagine feeling all of that all the time, you know, understood, just safe, secure, cherished, desired. I mean, every good feeling you could possibly think. I mean, imagine feeling them like all the time or on command as soon as you want to. That's another very valuable gift of this journey, probably the most, in my opinion. But, um, you know, if you want to feel those, you know, again, you have to just be you. You have to align to your soul, closer to your soul. And um, uh, I'm sorry, I'm still reading my notes here. I'm almost done, I promise. Uh, okay. Um, so, yeah, that's, I, okay, the bad feelings, like I said, will just, I got out of line in my notes, <laughs> sorry, but the bad feelings will just, you know, you'll be stuck in the circle, up and down, until you shift closer into alignment with your soul, and you focus on you, and being you, instead of what your twin flame is saying, thinking, doing, or feeling in the physical world, okay, you'll be stuck, we don't want to be stuck there, we want real feelings, and that's 
from your soul. Okay, and then let's just think. Let's bring this to the fact. Are you the best you you can be? I mean, twin flame aside and all this other thing aside, just think about like what, what is it costing you just trying to get into this, this back to this, you know, really fake relationship that you had. I mean, you know, that you can't even get to because again, the cycle will continue. But what is it costing you to keep trying to do that? To focus on what your twin flame is saying, thinking, doing, and feeling. When you feel like crap, because it always comes back around, what is that costing you? I mean, not just the twin flame, of course, and not even just probably physical health issues because, you know, it's very stressful and stress is like the least healthy thing physically you can do for yourself, apparently. It's like the precursor to many, many diseases. But um, plus it just feels like not good, right? <laughs> it's not fun. But, um, you know, how are you being, you know, with other relationships in your life? Are you being the best parent you could be? Um, if you have kids, are you being the best son or daughter you could be to your parents? Are you being the best friend? Are you being the best employee or worker or professional? The best brother or sister? I mean, are you really being the best you? I mean, I'll answer that. No, you're not. <laughs> you're not. You can't possibly be the best you until you are being the true you. And, um, you know, again, that comes with being yourself. That comes with shifting into you, to being you, to aligning closer to your soul. And that means putting yourself first and doing this before even putting, you know, focusing first on any of those other relationships or things in your life, um, and including your twin flame, obviously. But, you know, even any of those others, you need to make yourself a priority here, right? Um, that is loving yourself. Putting yourself first is always loving yourself. But, you know, it's, it's to really be loved, to be yourself. You need to focus and do this. And it doesn't take long. It's very simple. But you know what? A lot of people are under the misconception that doing that, that focusing on themselves, putting themselves first, especially parents and stuff. And I mean, I get this. I know I'm a parent of young kids. And I mean, before I went through this journey, I felt the same thing. Oh, my kids come first, you know, all this other stuff. Um, but, you know, especially now I can put them, you know, pretty much first, you know, and, and focus more on them because I am fully present because of having gone through this journey. And when you shift closer into alignment with you, with your soul, that's another thing you get. You get true presence. You're present. You are just being. So you're out of your head. And then, I mean, the best thing you could do for anyone in any situation is be fully present with yourself. Um, because if you're not, then you're just out in your head and you're wherever. And I mean, even when you think you're not, you are, and you're coming from fear-based energy, which doesn't help anyone or yourself or any situation at all. So, um, you know, putting yourself first is not selfish. Many people believe that. Um, it's not, it is not selfish. That is love. Um, you know, love, sacrifice has no place in love. Love doesn't even know sacrifice. Love is pure abundance. Sacrifice comes from a place of you have to give up something or lose something. It comes from a place of lack, scarcity, and therefore fear. That cannot coexist with love. Love doesn't even see that. There's no such thing as sacrifice with love. I mean, there's a reason when you're on a plane, when they're like, you know, a, you know, put on your own mask before assisting others, even your kids, because if you're not good, if you're not the best you can be, then, I mean, you're useless to helping anyone else or being there for anyone else. You're useless. If you're not full and complete and whole and, and your true self, I mean, if you're not the best you, you can be, which is you or you at all, then, 
you can't be the best version of you in any of the other roles that you play, right? And being a parent and being a child and being a brother or sister or friend or employee. Um, you just can't do that without being you first. So in order to help anyone else or be there for anyone else or anyone else that depends on you in your life, you need to do this. You need to align closer to your soul. And yes, you're right. If this is what you're thinking, that, well, why me? You know, the majority of people out there don't do that. Right, you're right. But guess what? You were blessed with this gift. You are one of the very first people in the whole history of humanity to be given this opportunity to do this, to know this, to get there, to get to this space where everything is just so wonderful and beautiful and peaceful. And I mean, this is the gift. And yes, everyone else out there will be having to go through this, either in this lifetime or their next one. Make no mistake. I mean, this, this is the rite of passage. This is the very first step to your ascension. And ascension is the whole reason why we're even here, right? So everyone will have to do this at one point or another. But you were given the gift. Your soul is ready. You are ready. That means you learned all the lessons that your soul needed to learn throughout all your previous lifetimes in order to get you here already. I mean, this journey is such a blessing and such a gift when you really understand and know what's going on and when you start to actually shift closer into alignment with your soul and you be love and you be yourself and you get <laughs> everything you truly desire comes to you. It's really amazing. Um, and I'm not even bullshitting about that. So um, having said all that, uh, how do you align with, or how do you shift closer into alignment with your soul? Um, so there's very, there are specific, very specific steps on how to do that. Um, they are beyond the scope of a video. They are also individual and, you know, everyone's journey is unique and individual and how it actually unfolds and plays out. So that also comes into play. I can't just tell one blanket video on how to do this. Um, this is, of course, what I help people do in my coaching programs. However, um, I will put the link for my coaching programs below. Um, but, you know, if, if you can't commit to a coaching program, don't feel like it's for you, uh, you know, whatever, are saving up to do it or whatever you're doing. Um, I also have, um, you know, a do-it-yourself system for more friendly budget wise, which also does explain it. Of course, that doesn't take you as far as the coaching program or anything, but um, you know, it's a great jump start. It will get you right into a line. It'll get you feeling all these great feelings you want to do, and it will get you, um, you know, uh, magnetizing your twin flame back in from that space. Um, and then, of course, the challenging part really is then just um, interacting with your twin flame, continuing to interact with your twin flame from that space. And of course, if you stay in that space and do that, your twin flame will continue to come in and continue to come in. And you know, no more ghosting and no more of that up and down and, and you just them leaving and you feeling like crap, right? It just breaks the cycle and it breaks the addiction. And so um, I will also leave um, a link uh, below that, this video for those. It's called the Process to Yourself System. Um, I, I hope this helped though. Um, I really do. Um, that's all you need to do is learn how to um, shift closer into alignment with your soul and then simultaneously doing that with balancing out the fear that I talk about the fear push pull energy that I talk about in many of my other videos 